Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Broad Judge. Hi folks, my name is George. The title today is, This is My Beloved Son. For the next few minutes, we are going to be talking about what love, pure, holy love, God our Father has for His Son Jesus, and the depth of love that is extended to us. An awareness of the beautiful love that surrounds us gives us the freedom to love others. First of all, get a piece of paper and a pen to record the scriptures that will come. Remember, you are instructed to test the information you hear to see if it aligns with the Word of God. This is how you become strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Let's first look at what Isaiah says about the Father's love for His Son. This is the highest form of love. Our Father, who inhabits eternity, has an immeasurable love for His Son who sits at His right hand. Now Isaiah says, chapter 42, verse 1, Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one, my chosen one, in whom My soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. Now your challenge is to read Isaiah chapter 41 to understand why this verse starts with behold, and then read chapter 42 verses 1 to 8 to see what all the Father says. The Father is describing his Son, even bragging on him, and love is written in each word. Now let's look at the words of love. In Matthew 3, verse 17, we see that Jesus was lifted up out of the Jordan River and a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The words of love were spoken from heaven for everyone to hear. Let's look at what the Apostle John wrote in his first letter near the end of his life. And this is 1 John now, chapter 4, verses 8 and then verse 16. Verse 8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Now that we are confident and understand that our Father in heaven is love in its purest sense, let's see what God's word says about the Son's love for his Father. John chapter 14 verse 31 It says, But he, the Holy Spirit, comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Moving on in the context of love, let's look at a couple of verses. Now, this is Hebrews 1, 1 1-3, and it's about Jesus the Son. It says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, 
and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Again, let's look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. It says that he, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. From this we can see that Jesus radiates the exact same kind of love as his Father does, and we are the recipients of this great love. Now, what does John 3.16 say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, you may be tempted to think that God loves us in this world a little bit more than he loved his Son, but no you can't think like that. There are no degrees of love with our Father. We do not have more love if we are in his will one day and less love if we are out of his will on another day. Our Father is totally, beautifully, perfectly love. This has to be a settled fact in your life. Our avenue unto that perfect love is through his Son, Jesus. How does this work? Let's look at a couple of examples. And I go to Acts chapter 9, verses 4 and 5. And it's about Saul of Tarsus walking to Damascus. It says, Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me. And Saul said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Really, Saul was intending to persecute the Christians in Damascus, but Jesus so loved his church, was so involved in their lives, that he saw them as himself. This is a love that we find hard to understand. We find it hard to love like that ourselves. We think in terms of me and others, or me and you. Jesus loves with the term we. We are in him so securely, so strongly, so completely. Jesus and us, Jesus and you are one. Let's look at the second example as I read it. See if you can visualize how Jesus is wrapped around the person. Remember, our Father still loves the whole world. In this example, love is sitting on the Mount of Olives with his disciples, and he is speaking. It's Matthew 25, starting at verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous, and this means you who have made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? When did we see you thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in? When did we see you naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Here's what love is saying. I was hungry. I was thirsty. I was a stranger. I was naked. I was sick. I was in prison. When you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. You feel this love so wrapped around you like a warm blanket on a chilly day? 
There is peace and security here so that you can confidently move out and accomplish what Jesus has planned for you to do. Now, what does the scripture say about the magnitude of God's love? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 says that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The Father's love is unmeasurable. You cannot wander away and come to the edge of his great love. And nothing can separate you from God's love either. Romans 8.35 to the end of the chapter says, Who shall separate us or who shall separate you from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In this verse, the who is Satan, the devil, for he only knows how to lie, how to kill, how to steal, how to destroy, how to deceive. His realm is total darkness, utter blackness, because God is the source of light. In Satan's realm, there's only hatred, no love, because God is the source of love. Now, here's what I've been heading to. If God our Father and Jesus our Son have loved so unconditionally, so purely, so sincerely, can they not ask us to love them in the same way in return? They have every right to expect our love with the same intensity. We read how God said how we are to love him. Mark chapter 12 verse 29 starts, Jesus answered him, The first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second, like this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Here's another way of looking at things. Remember Abraham? It was said he believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Abraham's belief brought him righteousness and a title, the friend of God. How did Abraham display his belief and his faith and his love? He walked three days with his son carrying wood for an altar, ready to sacrifice Isaac. Abraham loved the Lord his God with all his heart, with all his soul, with all his mind, and with all his strength. Now here is Pastor Joe. Hallelujah. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Friend, I want to pray with you that this is only possible when Christ Jesus lives inside your heart. Would you accept him today so that you can know the love of the Father and the love of the Son? Pray with me now. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today in faith. I repent of my sins. I confess that you died on the cross, that I might be saved. 
I'll believe you now. Please come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior from this day. In Jesus' name. Friend, if you said this prayer genuinely, God heard you. And I want to send you some resources to help you in your work with God. Uh, information hereafter will tell you how you can reach us. And until next time, this is Pastor Joe. God bless and bye for now. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.